And we are recording. We're back for yet another episode. I am Samuel Finway, aka Sizzle, sitting across from me in person. We're actually not doing this over Zoom. Yes, it is live in the flesh. Is my co-host. Introduce yourself as per usual. As you know, guys, it's your boy, Quinny, back in Wollongong this week in person. Super excited. We love being in person together. Should be a good episode. We must apologize. We have been a little bit slack the last two weeks. Queen and I have both been very busy, so we haven't put out an episode the last two weeks. But here we are for a special episode this week, and we do have a big episode coming next week as Huge. well with a special guest. I won't reveal what we're going to be talking about, but I must say it is going to be amazing. It's going to be a journey to the moon and back. It's going to be very close to our hearts. Hint, hint. But I won't give any more away about next week's episode because we are here to talk about today's episode. And instead of reviewing a movie, a TV show, we're going to do the first Q&A. I mean, we've kind of done like a back and forth before, but we're doing a Q&A this week. So Quinny's prepared some questions to ask me. I've prepared some questions to ask him. You know, it's going to be about all the things we talk about, pop culture, sports. There might be some wild cards thrown in there as well. I have a few sneaky ones. I'm sure Quinny has a few sneaky ones. I might too. So before we get into it, I must ask Quinny, you did it. You are now an owner of a PS5. Yes. So PS5s have been very sought after. They're very tough to get. It was obviously, they came out last year and they, you know, pre-orders were... Uh, through the roof and they've been very hard to get and you've managed to get one somehow i'm a little jealous you know guys your boy gets the job done eventually it's taken me months months and months and months i worry i did a lot of hours scanning the internet trying to find the right websites shout out to my mate connor quinn for uh, adding me to the facebook group for playstation 5 discussions that pretty much got me over the line and, I, you know, last week I was just very lucky that I logged on and went to Big W and they had a PlayStation 5 there and it just must have, it was just meant to be. I picked one up. I told Sizzle about it. He was on like five minutes later and unfortunately he couldn't get one. So at the moment, I'm pretty excited. I haven't actually had a chance to play it just yet, but I will be playing it very soon and I'm very keen to get into it. Because as you know, Sizzle, I've been an Xbox man for a very long time and I've finally done the change up. So I've gone from the Xbox to finally now the PlayStation. And as you know, I used to be way back then, it was pretty much, I had a PlayStation 2, then I went the Xbox 360, then I went the Xbox One. But now I've switched it up, PlayStation 5. I'm looking at you, Spider-Man. I'm coming for (laughs) you. Last of Us, I need to get into that. So I'm pretty excited. Well, I must just give you a big congratulations for getting one because I have not been able to get one. So I just had to, you know, congratulate you officially on the podcast before we begin because we've both been trying to get one for the last few months and you've managed to do it. I have not, but nevertheless, I am going to continue to strive to get one. One of these days, I'm going to get one. I've now um, followed a Twitter page that you recommended to me that keeps you updated with when all the drops have come out. So, you know, maybe I'll be able to get one now. Maybe... Next week is your time to sort of step up if they have some new stock. Fingers crossed. I mean, PlayStation, come on. I know, you know, COVID has pushed back all sorts of things in life. But come on, just pr- produce a few more PlayStations so I can just go to walk into JB and buy one. I just can't believe how hard it's been to get one. Like, never, like, you know, when I bought an Xbox One for the first time ever, I just walked into JB and got one. No problems. I had stock. And now for some reason, everyone's just gone nuts on the new generation consoles. Yeah. Well, you're going to be able to play it this weekend when you get back to Young, so yep. you're going to inform me how it is. Oh, I'll be sending you some videos. <laughs> I'm excited for you. Uh, but let's get into this week's episode, Q&A. We're going to go back and forth, ask each other burning questions that we've been wanting to ask each other for many, many years. No, just kidding. We just wanted to ask each other on this podcast. So let's get into it. I think you should begin because you've driven all the way from Young. <laughs> To be here for this podcast. The very first Sizzle and Quinny Q&A. Fire away, Quinny. Question number one. And, you know, we're going to maybe do a few more of these. We'll see how this goes because this is very raw and uncut as as we we do. We might do a fan Q&A one day. So, you know, send send us in a bunch of questions and we'll we'll answer it. All right, Sizzle. I've, I've looked at my list. I did make quite a solid list. There's 10 questions on there. 
But I'm going to go probably the, the simplest one just to get you started early. Not right. too complicated. Hit and me. it's a bit more recent. So I'm just going to hit you right now. Okay. What are you more disappointed about? Not making the fancy playoffs or the Chiefs losing in the Super Bowl? Well, I'm going to go with not making the fantasy playoffs. I must admit, like, so I, I follow the Chiefs, but I don't really follow them as closely because purely because of fantasy. I think the, the, the problem with fa- I love fantasy, you know, first and foremost, I do love fantasy football, but I think it does ruin the fan culture a little bit because, because you're rooting for your, the players that you have in your team. The results don't matter as much. And, you know, for example, if I've got uh, the defense that the Chiefs are playing that week, I want that defense to come up big. I want the interceptions. You know, I want the um, the defense to stop Mahomes whenever he can. You know, I want the fumbles and so on. So I think fantasy football makes it hard to follow a team. I mean, that being said... I do follow the Chiefs. If you'd ask me who do, who do I go for, it's the Chiefs. But I must admit, missing out on the fantasy playoffs was very disappointing because it's something that like I am very invested in, like you are too. And I've missed out the last two years. I didn't make it last year. I mean, the year before that, I did win the championship. Uh, as I like to yeah, remind you, yeah, I won you. the year before that. As I like to remind you, on each we're both each one so that you bring it up. But yeah, I must admit, like. Um, not making the fantasy playoffs was uh, very crushing. Uh, and I mean, this year, I like Tom Brady. I've kind of always liked him. I like the story. I like he, you know, how he's been able to do what he's been able to do for so long. You know, he's what, 43? Now he's got seven rings. Seven out of 10 in the Super like, Bowl. Ridiculous. It's just unbelievable. So, I mean, here's, here's a question. I mean, this isn't a question I've got written down, but while we're on this topic... Is he the goat of all sports? I'm I'm gonna say I think he is because for me, um, obviously everyone says it's MJ, which is fair enough. He won those six titles, but for me, MJ wasn't. I wasn't really around. MJ wasn't really a thing for me when I was growing up. Like I was super young when he was around. So for me, my MJ was like a Kobe Bryant sort of player. But you know, I've pretty much seen Tom Brady since he's been in the league, and just just think about him on the Patriots, man. Every single year, you just knew. They were going to get to the playoffs and they'd probably get to the Super Bowl. And like I said before, man, if you're winning seven titles out of 10, that's ridiculous. Super Bowls are so hard to win and he's won seven. Mm. Like, it's and ridiculous. And to do it at 43 years old. And he's old. old as well. Like MJ retired a bit. You know, he retired a few times and came back. And I think just for me, I'm going to say he's got seven. MJ only had six. So Brady's got, I think for me, Brady's just Is this his line. best? Win? I think it. Super Bowl win? I think it is just simply because all the other wins are like, oh, you know, it's Belichick, it's the Patriots' way. Like Brady was just there, you know, moving the chains and stuff like that. So I think this one's probably one of his better ones because man, he's against who did he play against? Patrick Mahomes exactly. is pretty much considered a god, the best player in the NFL right now. Like he's been ridiculous, and he versed them and absolutely destroyed them. So obviously, it wasn't all Brady. Like, you know, their defense was amazing in this game. The Bucks' defense, like, they held them to nine points, which is just ridiculous because they're, like, considering how high-scoring the Chiefs really are. So I just think, for me, it's pretty impressive, man. Like, you go from what you know, which is the Patriots, for all your whole career, you jump on one season at the Bucks, and you win the Super Bowl. That's pretty impressive to me. So I think, for me, it probably is his best. Yeah. So, I mean, going back to answer your question, that was also a contributing factor to why... I wasn't as heartbroken when the Chiefs lost in the Super Bowl because the story of Tom Brady winning his seventh was pretty cool. And I wanted the Chiefs to win, but I was sort of rooting for Brady as well. It was a, it was a weird game to watch because like every time Brady, you know, stepped back in the pocket and like, you know, threw to his receivers, I was kind of hoping that they'd make a big catch. And, you know, I loved that Gronk scored not once but twice. Like, Gronk as well. That's a cool story as well. So not just Brady, but... Gronk comes out of retirement and wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, like, it's it's an amazing story. So I wasn't that upset. I mean, at the end of the day, I just I, just, I love sports, sport in general, and I love sporting story. I mean, that's why, you, like, I love sports so much. You know, the storytelling in sports is amazing sometimes. And, 
you know, this is firsthand exactly, you know, that it's just a cool story. So I wasn't that upset with Brady winning, even though it was against the Chiefs, but I was very upset not making the fantasy playoffs being at the second year in a row that I haven't made it. So, I mean, next year I am coming back with a vengeance. I'm making the playoffs next year. I hope so. Uh, I mean, we're doing, we're we're doing a slightly different draft this year. We are doing an auction draft. So that's going to be very interesting as well. Yeah, that'll be that will be actually quite interesting. I might better get Alvin Kamara for a change because I never can get him. So we'll yeah. see. How much are you going to pay for him? Though that's a real question. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how much I'm feeling on the day, mate. All right. Well All right, done. Did I answer your question? I think you did. Okay. Okay. All right. My first question to you, and I'm going to go um, stick with pop culture for my first question. I'm going to have a little bit of a fun one. I'm going to jump into the world of Marvel because we love it so dearly. And I'm going to ask you, if you could choose one weapon, so say you're a superhero, supervillain, you know, you name it, you can be evil or you can be good, I don't mind. If you could choose one weapon from the MCU, what would it be and why? So an example of this is Thor's hammer or uh, the Infinity Gauntlet. You know, there's so many weapons out there. What would it be and why? I think, yeah, that's a good question. I think for me though, look at like, I pretty much thought of it straight away. I'm going with Stormbreaker. Mm. All his new weapons, like the hammer slash the axe kind of merge into one. He can control, why? He can control the Bifrost, so he can pretty much teleport wherever he likes. And as you saw, Thanos had the gauntlet on and Thor was still able to defeat him and cut his head, like, and pretty much couldn't, pretty much nearly killed him by hitting him right in the chest. And he's like, oh, he should have aimed higher, blah, blah, blah. So I think for me, if you can have that, if you can have Stormbreaker, you're pretty much unstoppable. What weapon's beating that? Like, well, I it's guess. hard. Like he, that it's just ridiculous. And the way it comes back to you, you can fly. It helps you fly. You can control lightning. Like even like, how good is that scene in in Infinity War? Oh, you guys are so screwed now. And Thor comes down, and then mm. he's and you see Stormbreaker just go to absolute work. Like it just takes out like half of the army. Should have gone for the head though. And he should have gone for the head. And then in saying that, he ends up killing Thanos anyway, who's considered one of the toughest villains of all time in the Marvel Universe. Bear in mind, he did use the gauntlet to like destroy the stones and stuff like that, but he's still like a centic being. So he's still pretty strong and he just cuts his head off, cold-blooded. So I think for me, and as you know, we've done this. We did our our Marvel draft. Who did I draft first? It was Thor. And I think Stormbreaker is just a little bit cooler than the hammer. So yeah, I'm going Stormbreaker. Yeah, nice. And you know, you know, I'm a massive Thor fan, so I've got no beef with that at all. I mean, Milnir Thor's hammer, the original hammer. I, I probably prefer that just because it's a little, little more iconic. Uh, at, like, because when you think of Thor, yeah. you sort of you think, think of, of the, hammer. Yeah. the hammer. But I mean, as you've just said it there, like Stormbreaker is, you know, basically undefeated. Like it's. I guess like, you know, when you're talking about some of the best, like the gauntlet, the infinity gauntlet, when you've got all the infinity, you know, when it's filled up, I guess that would probably be the one that's like... Well, you, you can know, do so much with it. Like you can change reality, you can change time, you can go yeah, back, you can go exactly. forward. You can create just, you know, just planets out of nothing. You can destroy planets out and stuff like that. So yeah, I get, I get the gauntlet, but for me... I'm going Stormbreaker. Another underrated one is Thanos' throne, the space throne that he sits on. I didn't know that was a weapon. I thought it was just a throne. I mean, it's, well, I mean, it's not really a weapon, but I guess you can use it for um, reasons that would be, you know, for an attack or or whatnot. So, you know, because he can fly around the universe, um, you know, in a mad attempt to, you know, destroy. Um, you know, life uh, for whatever he wants to do. You know, it's it's a pretty awesome mode of transportation. You know, that's one that I guess would be cool. Another well, one that I really I like yeah, is uh, sorry to cut you off there. Go is Doctor it. Strange's cape? I was uh, just about to say that. Yeah, there you go. The cloak, uh, uh, the cloak of levitation. Yeah, the cloak of levitation. Like, yeah. I, I mean, who doesn't want to fly? Well, yeah. let's be honest. And you did like, mention transport before, and it can help you transport fly. as well. Yeah. Like. That's Stormbreaker really cool does one. that too. Yeah, but I mean, you could also say a weapon cool. technically is Iron Man's suit or one of the many suits that he's got. Because it is considered a weapon. Because yeah. that is technically considered a weapon and that allows you to fly as well and yeah. gives you all sorts of gadgets. Yeah. You know, that 
that's one as well. I mean, on that, right? So here's another question within a question. If you could choose either Tony Stark's Iron Man suit or War Machine suit, what are you taking? I think I'm taking Iron Man suit, yeah. man. It's so iconic. It's, it is iconic. The red, well. the yellow. He's got all the gadgets, and it's it's his best suit out of all of them. Like mm. I guess Warhammer's suit's pretty sick. That's more for me. That's a bit more, you know, a bit more fancy. But just Tony Stark's standard suit, man, just gets the job done. It's so iconic. And then like you even see when him and Pepper like come and fight in the battle together. Their suits are so cool. Like they're changing, they're shooting power out of their gloves. It's just epic. So mm. for me, I'm thinking I'm going Iron Man's. Yeah. I'm going Iron Man's. I mean, Falcon's wings as well. His sort of suit, that's pretty yeah, awesome. They're not too bad. Yeah. What about the um, Winter Soldier's arm? Yeah, Winter Soldier's arm. Yeah, that's a good weapon. Isn't it made out of vibranium? Yeah, so, vibranium. Yeah, so that thing would be worth yeah. millions. Yeah. Like we're talking millions. What about Black Panther's suit? That's yeah. considered a weapon too. Black Panther's suit as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, I like it. there's so many, but yeah, I think, you know, it was a bit of an obvious question. Like I kind of knew you were going to go with either Thor's hammer. So Milnir, or I thought you were going to go Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. So, yeah. you know, you've, you've proved me um, to know you very well. So... There you go. There you go. All right, your turn. All right, this one I was like really wanted to ask you. So I wanted to, this one's a good one for you to think about. So if you could put together a team of supervillains, okay. five all up, who would you pick? DC and Marvel can be included in this. It's just supervillains in villains. general. All right. Five all up. Okay. So, I mean, you got to come at this at like, I'm trying to cover all bases here, okay? So I'm not just going to go with the most powerful because that's an obvious like, okay, you just choose the most powerful. But I'm going to go and try to be a little, little bit tactical here. So of course, I'm going with my favorite. He's kind of like an anti-hero, but he's still a villain. I mean, as you would have seen Your in boy, Avengers, the yep. first Avengers, yep. he you know wipes out half of New York. I'm going with Loki. I mean- The God of Mischief, yeah. The Go- God pick. of Mischief, you know- Get the Asgardian in there. Well, he's not technically an Asgardian. Technically not, but he is one of my favorite characters, if not my favorite character yeah. from, you know, the all of MCU. So he's in there for sure. I mean, it's Loki. And I must admit, I am so pumped for the Loki. Not Ma- long now. Marvel TV show. Oh man, I cannot wait. So Loki's in there. All right. That's one. One, to go. one of the five. All right. So... Another one I'm going with, and you've kind of recently got me onto this guy. Now, I wasn't a big fan. Well, I wouldn't say I wasn't a big fan. I just didn't really know enough about enough about this character until you sort of enlightened me. And I've done a little bit of research now. I've listened to a few podcasts and whatnot. And that's Dr. Doom. He's he, going to be in my team if you ask me this I mean, question. And I'm going to ask you as well. Oh. So he is awesome. Like, and because... the. the Obviously, the MCU, they've faced a bit of a challenge. And well, I wouldn't say it's a challenge because I'm sure they've got this under control. And this might be the character they bring in. Uh, Having Thanos in the Marvel Universe for the Infinity Saga, such a big, um, you know, iconic villain who's so powerful. How do you then make someone who is just as iconic come into it and then how do you bring everything together for him to be the big bad and I think Doctor Doom is one character that could potentially do it like he's super smart like he's one of the most intelligent villains and heroes if you look at everyone overall uh, his powers are like through the roof like you know you'd be able to rattle off like what are some of his powers like well he he's can, got like he's he's pretty much can use magic so he's yeah he's he knows how he's a magician magic. he's a magician Super strong. When he's got his hectic suit on, he's like super strong, superhuman strength. He can shoot like, you know, beams out of his his gloves. He can like control the environment and stuff like that. Using because he's heaps smart because he's like him and Mr. Fantastic are like rivals. So he's really, really smart. So he's sort of like a Tony Stark with all his technology. And he creates his own like doom bots and stuff. So he has his own doom bots that like pretty much act as his army. He's pretty cool. He's a badass. Yeah. I mean, quick. He's he your he's your favorite villain. So right? I've had a late I've had a late push, and he's probably my favorite villain at the moment. Like, I'm really into him at the moment. So he was definitely going to be on my team. Well, we'll we'll get to yours in a minute. I'm sure. 
Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm going with Doctor Doom, and he's. I guess you could probably say he would almost be the captain, maybe of the team. He'd be my captain. Yeah. All right. So that's two right there. Number three, and I'm a little bit biased because I do love the Thor universe, but one of my favorite villains is Hela. Oh yeah, Hela's cool. Hela from Ragnarok, super strong. Like she breaks Mjolnir. Like Mjolnir is one of the most powerful weapons in the whole MCU. She literally crushes it with a hand. Like that's just power right there. I don't know how her and Thor would go together. You know, they could maybe potentially... Her and Loki, you mean? Her and Loki, I should say, sorry. They could potentially clash there a little bit. But, you know, she's epic. She's a babe as well. So... She is. (laughs) Hella, you're my number three. Villa. Oh, that's a solid list. All right. So I got two more, don't I? All right. Yeah. And we're just going from MCU and... I've said any... Yeah, Marvel or DC. Marvel said, or DC. All right. So anyone you like, your five top five villains you'd have in your team. Yeah. All right. So I'm staying in MCU. I mean, they're probably all going to be MCU. Uh, and this character I'm going with, and she's from Guardians of the Galaxy, is Ronan. Yeah. Love me some Ronan. He's also got a very strong weapon, his staff. Well, it's got the in, one in, of the stones. One of the infinity, yeah. in, one of the stones in it as well, and that's he's sort of a bit underutilized in Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I would agree, and I, I would I would think. I mean, like I especially listen to and we listen to this podcast a lot, binge mode, and they sort of talk about this. Like he kind of gets wiped out pretty easily. In Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, it's it sucks because in the podcast I even talk about it. He's like a really good villain, yeah, but he just gets in the yeah. comics. He's super strong, yeah, like, and he he like he gets like killed just way too easily in the movie Guardians of the Galaxy. But I really like him. I like the whole uh, connection to Thanos there as well, and like he thinks he's going to be stronger than Thanos. Yeah. You know, once he gets the Infinity Stone in his staff. Um, so yeah, I'm going Ronan. And he looks just badass. Uh, he does. So I'm going Ronan as well. And I think I'm going to round it out with... I'm staying MCU as well. And I know this is a character you love. And the more I think about it, the more I like him. And, you know, going back to doing a bit of, you know, um, podcast listening to binge mode, and, you know, when they talk about this character, he's just super cool. And that's Ultron. I'm going with Ultron, Ultron. I told as you. well. Tony Stark made a grave error by creating him, but Ultron is just awesome. Awesome, uh, like just idea, mm. you know. He's obviously not a real human. He's, he's an android. Android, artificial intelligence, yeah. but he's super strong as well. So, yeah, I think that rounds it out for me at five. Oh, that's a solid team. And I mean, that's off the top, like... I'm I knew sh- I thought it'd be a hard I thought it'd be a good question because you have to think about it yeah I mean I'm sure like yeah I'm sure I could come back to this and, and revisit it but oh actually no sorry oh. I just thought of a character and I cannot believe I left this guy out he's one of my favourites so I'm going to have to drop someone off the team and I'm going to kick Ultron sorry Ultron I really like you I can't believe I forgot this well it just came to me Killmonger. How did I oh, forget Killmonger? Black Panther. I can't believe, well, because he's kind of like an anti-hero as well, isn't he? Yeah, but he's considered... A, he can be a villain. Yeah, so... He's a villain in the comics. No, no, yeah. Sorry. Uh, honorable mention to Ultron there. Killmonger, you are definitely in the team as well. Also, I mean, putting it together a team of villains is always hard because you don't know if they're really going to work together. And yeah, but it's just a bit of fun. Who you think would be the best five? So, have. yeah, I mean, Killmonger, obviously super strong. He's smart as well. When he gets his, his suit like Black Panther, he's pretty unstoppable. You know, Black Panther himself manages to obviously take him down, but they have a very good duel. So, yeah, Black Panther, played by Michael B. Jordan, who I really like as well in Black Panther there. So, I'd love to see him return in Black Panther 2. I don't know if he can and if it will happen, but he never you never really see, saw him die in the first Black Panther. So, this is true. He might potentially return. Yeah. I am I'm, I'm so interested in this question that I'm going to flip it back to you and ask you the exact same question. All right. I'm ready. So, obviously as you mentioned before, number 1, my first pick would have to be obviously Doctor Doom. 
he has to be in there. Like we mentioned before, he's just iconic for me. I've grown on to him now. I was a late bloomer to him. I've obviously done a bit of reading about him and I've like obviously watched some video clips about him on YouTube. He's also now my background on my phone. So you get the idea. So I'm thinking Doctor Doom for me is in there. Another character that I really love, um, always have really enjoyed this character, Magneto from X-Men. Mm. Iconic character. Yep. Again, he's sort of an anti-hero, but he's also a villain at some point. He is just, you know, one of the most you know, strongest mutants around. I think he's level five. Him and Charles are like the really tough. And he, man, he controls metal. He can fly and he just absolutely dominates. So had to get Magneto in there. It was always going to happen. Obviously, this guy, I had to get one DC character in it. It was always going to be the Joker. As yes. you know, I'm a massive Joker fan. He's like my favorite character in the whole of the DC universe. Love Heath Ledger, as you know. Shout out to you, my friend. Rest in peace. Joker, you can't beat him. He's one of the best villains of all time. He's definitely in there. I'm going with someone that you've just sort of introduced me to. And I'm kind of keen to learn a bit more about him. And, you know, I've kind of got a bit of a dominant team, you know, in the normal world, but I'm thinking about different realms now, thinking about, you know, Doctor Strange, different universes. I'm going with Nightmare. Nice. He seems like a really cool character. Yep. I obviously don't know heaps about him, but he seems very interesting. He pretty much manipulates dreams. He controls like the dream world, the nightmare realm. Mm. So I'm still not convinced he's not in WandaVision. So he's in there. Side note. So that's pretty iconic. So that's my fourth. And finally, this one's tough. This is probably between two people for me. I was thinking maybe Galactus. Mm. Obviously, as he is like power cosmic, he's like the ultimate being, devourer of planets, eats planets, all that kind of stuff. But I love Venom. Yeah. I love Spider-Man. I also love Venom. Venom's really cool. Again, sort of an anti-hero, but he's definitely in my team. He's got an iconic look. I love the black suit, the white symbol. And I've been watching like the the ultimate Spider-Man TV show on Disney+. Plus. You get a lot more information about these characters that I've been talking about. And he appears in it a couple of times. So I think for me, I'm getting Venom in there. Love the movie with Tom Hardy. Me and you were huge fans of that. So that's probably my five. A strong five by both. Yeah. And like like I said, I'm still not convinced Nightmare is not in WandaVision. So you still I don't think, know. I, I don't know, man. From what we saw, I feel like it's still all of her. I don't know. It's all Wanda, man. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. And, you know, for those of you who haven't watched WandaVision out there, it is amazing. An amazing show. You know, we're going to review that once all the episodes are out, aren't we? And we may have a special guest on for that as well. Amazing. Go do yourself a favor and do it. Wonder. I actually almost thought about putting Wanda in there because she's kind of well, like she's obviously moment, she's obviously she an is. Avenger, but but even when she first sort of comes into the Marvel movies, she you know joins up with Ultron, and obviously she's got reasons for that. You know, she she wants to take out Tony Stark because he was well his. Um, uh, weapons were the reason why her, you know, parents were killed. She has some reason behind it, but she is kind of like a bit of a, like a villain, yeah. I guess. And the stone gave her powers. Her, and her yeah. Brother, so one of the Infinity Stones. But I guess she's more of a hero. I mean, she's in the, she's an Avenger, really. If you, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, that was my next question. All right. I'm going to stay in the pop culture world, Quinny. Go for it. And I want to know what I want to. So it's kind of a two-parter here. So what A, movie, are you most looking forward to and B, series that hasn't yet come out that is coming out, say, this year or next? That they're just coming out in the near future that has been announced and confirmed. Yeah, so ooh, this, is, this is a good one. This is uh, for me. And of course, it doesn't have to be Marvel. Like, it can be anything. Yeah, I think for me, movies that I'm really keen to see um, would probably have to be, it's been a while, I want to kind of see Black Widow. I know it hasn't. It was meant to come out the last year because of COVID. That screwed it all up. I kind of want to see this. I know it's a Marvel movie, as you know. We're massive Marvel fans, so for me, I'm really looking forward to the Black Widow. Hopefully, it comes out soon. I really want to see who the villain's going to be. What's he going to be like? The copycat guy, who's pretty cool, and he's obviously in the show that I was watching before, Ultimate Spider-Man. He appears in there as well. So interesting to see what this villain's going to be like and who's actually going to play this villain because mm, obviously... The Taskmaster. The Taskmaster. So there's a lot of mystery behind who's playing this. They haven't announced it in any of their, you know, conferences about it, any of their promotions or like kind of their marketing campaigns. It hasn't been mentioned yet. So I'm kind of keen to see how that goes. So that's probably my movie. It's pretty obvious. April, I think it comes out, right? I hope so. If not, it means we can go to the movies again. 
Yeah, 29th of April. So hopefully that goes ahead because that's been, you know, long wait. We've been waiting for that for a while now. I was going to say Doctor Strange, you know, the new, the newest one, but I was mm. like, nah, that's still a while away. So I'm going Black Widow. Uh, TV show. I think for me, I'm kind of keen for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm kind of mm. pumped for that. I know it's coming after One Division, so that's one show that I'm definitely looking forward to. It's going to be on Disney Plus. So I'm definitely going to get around that. So I'm kind of keen. I actually really like the Winter Soldier. I think he's a really cool character. I also don't mind Falcon as well. So I think that would be interesting considering they now who's they now have Captain America's shield and it's like these guys are now the heroes and all that kind of stuff. So it will be interesting to see how that show goes. And even like the trailer that you sent me recently looks yeah. amazing. So I'm pretty keen for that. And I'm interested to see who the villain's going to be in that. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of Marvel content coming out. So I'm kind of keen to see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, this has obviously been a very Marvel-heavy podcast, but I'll, I'll I want to I'll give mine as well. I may as well go for it. I am so for movie. Uh, actually, I'll start with show. So for show, surely there's, it's there's, Loki. No, I mean, it's it, not Loki. No, it is it is ah. Loki. But like, it's tough because there's actually a lot of really great shows that I cannot wait to return. Like Loki is probably number one because I cannot wait, and that's been confirmed. And that's coming out mid-year, so that's going to be awesome. But I can't wait for the next season of Ozark. Like, True, that'll be good. That's going to be awesome. Oh, The Witcher 2. Witcher 2. To the Witcher. Can't mm, wait for might that. Might have my pick. Sex Education the next season. Yeah, true. Oh, that was awesome too. And Stranger Things. Like, Yeah, another one that I didn't think about. Oh, yeah, I mean... I might have to change it. Nah, I'll leave it as it is. <laughs> it would have to be The Witcher, but nah. I'll wait. I'll I'll save it with Falcon and the, and the Winter Soldier. I'll save that one. Yeah. So, I mean... Movies, I hate to stay with um, Marvel, but I'm, I'm doing it. And that's Thor, Love and Thunder. I can't wait for that. You know, as I said, Thor's, Thor, that world, that's my favorite, you know, of the Marvel universe. So I probably should, the question probably should have been what Marvel movie and show you most. Yeah, we could both pretty much mentioned we, Marvel. We've sort of stayed with it, but you know, it is what it is. We love Marvel over that's here. That's right. That's what we do. <laughs> All right. It's your turn to ask me. All right. Question. Next question. I'm sticking to pop culture. But I'm going to move away from Marvel just for this question. Mm-hmm. All right, Sizzle. Okay, the Halo franchise or Call of Duty franchise in the video game world? So for, so for a bit of background, I guess, I used to be an Xbox guy. I'm now a PlayStation guy. But I was an Xbox guy when it first came out. And that's obviously when Halo 1, the first game, was released, which was epic. Like that first Halo was insane. It was so good. And I think I got maybe three or four Halos deep. And then I switched over to PlayStation. I can't remember the last one I played, whether it was Halo 3. It must have been 3. I feel like it was 3. Yeah, I think it might have been Halo 3. There was also another one that came out that I played. I can't remember the name of it, the title. It was like Halo, I think it was more of like a multiplayer game. Anyway, I mean, Halo 1 and 2, like not only was the solo uh, gameplay awesome, but you could play um, against each other. You could play Capture the Flag. It was sick. Like I used to have a friend that lived up the road from me when I was um, growing up and he was really into Halo as well. And I used to take my Xbox up to his place and we would play on two different screens, like hook the, the Xboxes up and you'd play capture the flag. So it'd be like 2v2 and like two people in one room, two people in the other and you play capture the flag against each other. It was so much fun. So I really, really have like uh, a soft spot in my heart for Halo. Obviously Call of Duty, that came along a little bit later. It's a little bit newer. Uh, at least when I got into it, it was Modern Warfare 2. I mean, that was the game that really just set the tone for the Call of Duty franchise. And that was more online. Like I didn't really get around the um, solo gameplay as much the campaign. Obviously I enjoyed it, but it wasn't Mm. like playing online was was a lot of fun. And back in those days, I could hold my own um, online. I mean, now, like the last time I played... I got waxed. Like I was... It's hard though. Once you know the map, so you can get way Yeah. Better. I mean, I guess because I've been out of touch with it for a little while. But then Black Ops came out and there were zombies and that was just zombies awesome. Zombies are so good. But I think just for nostalgic reasons, I'm going to go with Halo. Wow. Even though I'm a PS guy now, like I'm a PlayStation guy, you know, I've made the Switch. I traded teams. Yeah, I'm going with Halo. 
What about you? I'm curious. I feel like you'd go with Call of Duty, but... Yeah, like for me, I, I wasn't a big Halo guy. Like I didn't mind it. I didn't mind like playing it like when we used to play it every now and then. Or for like Purge's house, shout out to Purge. If he had it, he used to have it on Xbox. He used to play it a fair bit at his place. But for me, it has to be Call of Duty, man. Modern Warfare 2 is still one of the best games I've ever played. And that online multiplayer was amazing. The storyline was awesome. Black Ops was sick. And then when Zombies came out, that was just amazing. And me and my mate Connor from work, we just always play Zombies. And it's just so good, man. Mm. Call of Duty for me. I know they've been a bit, a few hit and misses. Like they've gone a bit too futuristic sometimes. But for me, Call of Duty, hands down, has to be there for me in between those franchises. But I get your points about Halo. But for me, COD is, COD is the way. Yeah, as, as Mando, as <laughs> Mando would say. say. Cod is the way. Cod is the way. All right. I've sort of asked this question, I think, on a previous podcast. Or, well, not this exact question, but it's been sort of similar. I feel like I've asked this to you before. And if, if maybe I haven't asked it to you on the podcast, but I've definitely asked this to you in real life. But I'm going to start to like, refine it a little bit. And I love asking people this question because it really says a lot about the person and you know what you're into and you know the personalities that you like and who you're attracted to and whatnot. So... I mean, this is always an iconic question. If you could have a dinner party and you can invite three people, it can be anyone. So you've got the keys to the kingdom. You can invite anyone and they will come. But I'm going to refine it. So you've got to have one actor or actress, one musician and one sporting star or just sportsman uh, or woman. Uh, and why? So three. Righto. So four... Uh Actor, oh, this is hard. This is this would be between two people for me, but I love Heath Ledger. I always have, but obviously he's not around anymore. Well, you can go dead or alive. But I'm thinking Leonardo DiCaprio, man. He's still huge for me. He's pretty much one of the best actors that I've ever seen. I love pretty much all his movies. He's just a, he's phenomenal. Loves the environment too. Always looks after the environment. Tries to promote it, all that kind of stuff. So I think he would be probably my actor, Leonardo DiCaprio which is probably a pretty standard answer, but I just really like him. I always have. Musician, this is pretty simple. This is pretty easy. You knew this was coming. Has to be Kid Cudi, obviously. As you know, I'm a massive Kid Cudi fan. You introduced me to Kid Cudi way back when, and I just love his music. I know he's not the most critically acclaimed artist, but for me, he is just different he's unique and it just kind of represents me like i like things that are a bit different a bit unique. and also he'd be good to have a conversation and he'd be awesome to have a convo with same like leonardo capra he's very smart mm. he'd be awesome as well but kid cuddy for me he'd have to be at my table no dramas at all he'd be there i'd love to ask him about his albums what influenced him what he likes about music and all that kind of stuff and how did he think of some of his ideas and all that He'd be good with Leo as well because Cuddy's also an actor so like yeah, they could they also could bounce off each, bounce other, off each other talking um, movies and whatnot and yeah. you know acting. So that for me would be my two sportsmen's. This is hard. Um, I think for me, I'm going to have to go with rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Obviously, Kobe for me was pretty much the goat of basketball for me as I was growing up I was a massive mm. Kobe fan Black Mamba like I just loved him like I never like I just went for the Lakers for a bit because I just went for Kobe like I only went for them because Kobe was there like I think Kobe Bryant would have been a great person to have a discussion with like just think about just what every what players say about him like the Black Mamba mentality just his drive his motivation to be the best at his profession you know in an day and night in the gym working at his game getting better getting better like you don't get five titles without being an iconic player and he is an icon like he's they still talk about him now he's everywhere and even when he when he died man it was just a massive shot yeah, like the sports world all over like soccer everything afl tennis people everywhere were rocking their kobe bryant jerseys so I would love to have him there too because I would love to have a chat with him just generally, just about his life, what got him into basketball and all that kind of stuff. So I think that would probably be my three. All right, and I'm going to add one on, a wild card. It can be from any any uh, walk of life, it, you know, any, anyone. You can bring a, a, an extra person here. Who would it be? This is just any anyone. You can bring it from, you know, whatever. To add to the... 
the roundtable discussion okay. over dinner. This has got to be... I'm going Walt Disney. Nice. I think, again, Walt Disney, obviously, he's an icon. If you, He's the reason why Disney is a thing today. That's why we have Disney+. Plus. You know, I love... He was obviously just phenomenal in his trade, knew what he was doing, huge, very successful. Just think about Disney now, man. They own Marvel. They're like pretty much the most successful business in the history of businesses. Like they mm. are just iconic. Who doesn't... As soon as you see the Walt Disney signature, the castle, you know this is a Disney film. You just, you just associate with that. And his just creativity, his imagination. And for me, like growing up personally, like I used to, literally that's all we used to watch disney movies like all the time old school ones new school animated live action all that kind of stuff so nice. i think for me i'd probably want to have a chat to walt disney love it yeah do you want to give mine as well yeah mate, give me yours all right i was thinking about this then i didn't actually think about this until i asked it and then i was just sort of thinking about it then uh so it's obviously so hard because there's so many people you'd want to have at, at, at dinner so many people i'd want to meet not just to have in a you know a dinner setting just so many people I would actually want to meet uh, so actor so hard like I've got some there's so many favorite actors out there but this one actor and also producer director I just would love to talk to not only is he, he hilarious but I feel like he I mean he's done so many great things he'd just be awesome to pick his brain about some of the things he's created and that's Larry David yeah, nice. Like, I would good, love good to have role. him. You yeah. know, obviously, he's known for Seinfeld, Curb Your Enthusiasm, and a bunch of other things. But he'd be cool because he's, he's a comedian as well. So, you know, he would definitely bring some fun to the table. And, you know, when, when you're having dinner, that's a, really, you just want to have a bit of fun, right? Like, as well as obviously have some intellectual conversations and whatnot. So, Larry David, he's the actor I'm choosing. Uh, oh. Musician, I won't spend much time in it because it's an obvious one. Kid Cudi, my favorite artist of all time. Cutter, The Moon Man, like The Rager, The Rager, and again, like I said, you know, mentioned. Not only would he be good because you know he's my favorite artist, and I'd love to talk to him about his music, and you know, we could be playing Cudi in the background while we're eating and while we're cooking or you know drinking whatever. But he's also an actor and a creator. He creates all sorts of content, so he could bounce off Larry David well, also. Uh, sports star, so many. Again, it's so tough. But there's one sports star that, like, I still today is my favorite player in, in any sport whatsoever. And uh, that is Chauncey Billups. Um, Billups. Chauncey B -B -B Billups. Another, uh, yeah, another player that I just have so many fond memories of, you know, watching the, that Detroit Pistons basketball team. You know, so Billups, he's my sports star. And then my wild card, it's so tough because there's so many people. I thought about Jamie Oliver. He was someone I really wanted to have. And the other is Arsene Wenger. So Arsenal's manager for, you know, 20 plus seasons. So I think I would go with uh, Wenger, Arsene Wenger there but Jamie Oliver would be a like if I could add one more it'd be Jamie Oliver as well yeah you are a chef mate. you do love cooking so yeah I think I, uh, those two are almost tied um, in fact I would probably now that I say as much as I love Billups I'm gonna I'm gonna put Wenger in Billups's spot, spot because he did play football professionally as well but he's also a manager so yes I, as much as I love Billups I just feel like it would add to the conversation a little bit more so I'm going to go with Wenger in that sports spot. So who's the and wild card? Jamie Oliver. Jamie Oliver. Yeah. Nice. And he can cook for us. So, you know, there you Good go. Good idea. The chef. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Good. All right. Do you want me to give you another one? Yeah. Okay. I mean, we've probably got, we got, probably got time for one more question each. We're about 45 minutes in right now. Yeah, nice. I was going to ask you this one. I mean, but we've, then... got, we've got lots of questions. So we, we'll do, definitely do a part two of this sometime yeah. soon. I might save it for another time, but this one I wanted to finish on. Uh, if you were in the Star Wars universe... What sort of character would you be? So this could be anything, anything you want in the Star Wars universe, anything you can think of, any race, whatever. Mm. Who would you be? I mean, I must admit, after watching Mandalorian recently and uh, also watching Star Wars Clone Wars, being from Man Mandalore and being Mandalorian would actually be pretty cool. I'm not going to go with that. 
but that's just an honorable mention because that would be my honorable mention. Yeah, like I being mean, a Mandalorian and having that armor. Yeah, being like a bounty hunter. That'd be and sick. like before, obviously, you know, Boba Fett, Jango Fett, like they're in yeah. the the older movies, and you know, they're they're pretty cool characters and whatnot. But I wouldn't have really now that I've got the the background of the history about the Mandalorians. Yeah, they're actually so cool. So, you know, honorable mention. I'm not going to pick that, but yeah, it would be pretty cool to be a Mandalorian. Uh, but I mean, it's it's hard not to go with being either a Jedi or a Sith, right? So I'm going to give you a little bit of a curveball. I'm going to be, I'll go with a Jedi turned Sith. Nice. You know, purely because, I mean, we're having a bit of fun here. I, I love, I'm always drawn towards villains. There's something just so interesting about villains. You know, Darth Maul, he's one of my favorite villains of all time. He's like, so good in the Clone Wars. Show. If you allowed me, I would have put him in that that team earlier. The, yeah. the, the villainous team, I would have removed someone and thrown him in it there. So yeah, I'm I'm probably just gonna go with with a Sith, and I, I'm 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 going I'm dual wielding uh, red lightsabers. I like it. I might even throw in a mask, a mask like um, yeah. Kylo Ren, and you know had his. That was pretty bad. That'd be too. sick. Yeah. What about yourself? Yeah. So I don't know if you you, you obviously have a lot more knowledge. I have a little bit more behind it. The Star Wars um, universe, but this is someone. This is like a term that I a person that I hadn't been. been didn't know much about until more recently. So I know I love how you mentioned a Jedi turned Sith. I'm going to counter that and say I'm going to be a grey Jedi. Ooh, so is this like Ahsoka Tano? So this is sort of like an Ahsoka Tano sort of character. So these are like the Jedis. Well, they're not really. They're called grey Jedi. So these are the guys who balance both the Sith and so the dark and the light. They believe mm. they follow. They believe that both have a purpose in life. So their motto, I'll just read it out to you so you get a better idea. So it's this whole idea about... There is no light without the dark. Through passion, I gain focus. So it's saying mixing these emotions. Mm. Um, through knowledge, I gain power. Through serenity, I gain strength. Through victory, I gain harmony. So it's kind of this whole idea that mm. oh, they are cool. a balanced, a balancing act between both. So they don't commit to one side or the other, but they tap, they kind of tap into both. So they're really interesting. There's heaps of like information about it mm. on like you know so with the internet and stuff yeah. like that but ahsoka tano they say is sort of like that but they haven't really had a proper sort of gray jedi you could think like kylo ren sort of because he mm. is sort of sith but he's not and, really, and i mean like but they're actually called gray jedis mm. and they're generally the guys that you see this would be me i'd have a dual world like you but yellow colors probably yeah. I mean, I, I and I'd I, have a mask probably too. Yeah, like a cool badass robe. And I mean, like I, I say I want to be a Sith, but I actually want to be a Sith and do good things. Yeah. So I kind of want to be like that, like, like what you've said. That would be me. That would be me in the Star Wars universe. That would be my yeah. vibe. Uh, I'm, I'm going with you as well. I'm going with the, you've you've convinced me. I'm going with. I'm going to actually change to be. I'm, I've gone from being a Jedi to a Sith to now realizing that meet in the middle. Because yeah. one thing I don't like about Jedi is, I mean, okay, great, they're the heroes and whatnot, but there's so many rules about being a Jedi. Like, you're that's not allowed right. to have a relationship. And, that's why Anakin, and then that's the whole thing behind Anakin. He's like, why do we have to, why can't we do a bit of both? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I, so, yeah, there you go. So, some, I guess they say Ray is considered a grey, so yeah. she uses a bit of both. Uh, they also have a really cool, oh, you haven't watched, uh, you haven't watched the show after Clone Wars, which is Rebels. No, not yet. They have a guy called Ezra in there who they kind of consider that too. And a really cool character called Raven mm. who used to be a Sith. Well, so he was a Jedi and then he became a Sith and then he came back. Yeah, that's and me. There's like, there's like a, there was like an article I read. It was like Keanu Reeves would be this, pl- would be this character and it was pretty cool. And then... Lucas Films, if you're listening, yeah, that's right. Hire Quinny and, and I, we can yeah. develop it for you. And there's a really cool. I won't ruin it to you now, but when you get up to the Darth Maul sort of story arcs, there's a scene that happens towards the end. I think it's in season uh, six or season seven. Sorry, the newest season. There's like a chamber that he ends up in, and on the on the chamber, there's like a figure that you see, and it kind of represents this great jedi sort of idea and it's supposed to be raven they reckon there's like rumors about it. it's like an easter egg they reckon but you haven't got Ooh. up to that yet okay but for me i would consider myself a great jedi so i'd balance i like that the you just code. um in, enlightened me yeah. and, and all our listeners that's yeah. um that's so. pretty cool and you've convinced me i'm a great jedi too yeah. i'm rolling with you yeah. we can um hang around together we can go to tatooine together and go like around it. the uh the universe together and you know bring light where there is no light yeah so it's just like a balance between yeah. them. So they acknowledge both, but they kind of don't 
stick to one side, they use it together. So, nice. so I thought I'd just try that. But like, who wouldn't want to look like that? Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. But anyway, that was my last. You have question. to send me that image, and I'll use that for I'll a little to. um, yeah. little social media graphic when I release the episode. I like it. Cool. All right. Well, we've almost been going for an hour. So I've got one more question to ask you, Quinny, and I'm going to save the rest. We'll definitely do another Q&A sometime soon. And please send in any questions. You can hit us up on Instagram at Sizzle and Quinny if you'd like us to ask, uh, answer anything or ask each other anything. Uh, last question I want to ask you to bring the podcast to an end. And this is a more, I guess, lifestyle question. But if you could become a master at any skill in life, what would it be? And would it be uh, like real and not real like fantasy and or does it have to be yeah i mean yeah yeah, okay okay yeah we'll go both go both go one one from Uh, well i think one thing i'd like to have i've been thinking about i wouldn't mind mind being like a master of playing like a guitar player or something just be able to play like an instrument or something i think it'd be pretty cool i'd be able to play like a guitar or something i never obviously thought about it be kind of cool to play like an electric guitar or something like that um and then the other one i thought about i'd love to be like a master of like, you know, um, illusions or something or like magic, mm, something cool. to do with that. I think that would be kind of my vibe, like doing illusions or like using magic. So nice. That'd be pretty cool. What about you? Well, I think, um, and this is something that I'm always fine tuning is like, I'd love to be just like a master at like a chef, like just be able to cook anything yeah, and just get those chef hats. Yeah. I mean, I love is. cooking and you know, I'm, I like to back myself. I'm a pretty decent chef. But that, that's one thing. Another thing, I would just love to be able to be a master at like another language. Like I'm going to be True. so cool Speaking another language, you to sick. know a second language, be fluent yeah. in multiple languages. Mm. I reckon that would be awesome. Mm. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I like it. All right, we'll be going for 51 minutes. I think we should bring the podcast to an end. Yeah, I, I reckon we should. We've had a good back and forth. Yeah, it's uh, been a good Q&A sesh. It's been great. Um, we'll be back next week with a review. So, you know, we just thought we'd throw, the, throw this Q&A in here to change it up a little bit. Uh, you know, please hit us up on social media. I'm Samuel Finlay on Instagram. Simon is... Squinny91. So hit me up if you want to ask, get us to do a question for anything like that. We're there. Yeah, sizzling Quinny. Until next time, tell your brother, your mother, your sister, your cousin, tell everybody about the podcast. Of tell the course. fam, grandparents, aunties, uncles, second cousins, anybody you can think of, let and, them know. And go watch WandaVision, please, if you haven't. If you haven't, watch it. watch it. We're going to be reviewing it soon. So Watch Clone Wars. Watch Clone Wars as well. Watch Rebels as well if you get through Clone Wars. Yeah. We'll be seeing you next time. Well, we won't be seeing you. We'll be talking to you. Peace. See ya.